If you're trying to pursue what's next for you, it may not be as difficult as you think. It might just require a simple change in your perspective, and you don't always have to try so hard. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode. Can you believe that we're finishing up another year? If you've been following my work or what I call my learning journey on this podcast, thank you so much for listening. And if you're new to my work, a special welcome to you. I've continued to do an episode every single week, and we're continuing to gain momentum. So I'm so excited about that. And I've brought in a wide range of guests over the year. I've also done quite a few solo episodes like this one, just to share my thoughts and expertise. My goal is to provide a little inspiration and practical ideas to help make leading just a little bit easier for you. And I was inspired to talk about what's next for you now because I've had a number of people reach out to me recently for help or advice on how to figure out what's next or how they can pursue what's next. Some have sold their businesses and they're trying to figure out what to do now. Some have started businesses and they're trying to get early traction. Um, Some other people are, are just simply at a point in their career where they want some kind of change, but they don't know where to start. So the advice that I'll share today will be fairly broad, but it's still relevant. So I hope that you'll get what you need. And and by the way, I actually did a two-part episode called Figuring Out What's Next for You with my friend John Lees. He's a career strategist based in England. And that was one of my very early podcast episodes, part of my learning journey back then. Um, so you might want to listen to that if, if you want to go deeper to that two-part episode. Um, but today, I'm really focused more on how to pursue what's next for you now, because even a year ago, what you may have wanted has changed. You may be at a different place. You've had some new experiences. And the conditions that we've been in throughout pandemic times have really forced a lot of people to think differently about what they really want and how they can go for that, you know, to make something happen. So I'll offer some ideas to provoke thinking and action. Some may be counterintuitive, Um, I've got five that I wanted to cover today. I could do more, but just wanted to keep this short to, to get your wheels turning. So number one, don't try to figure it out. Now that sounds really crazy when people are saying, I've got to figure out what's next. And I say, don't try to figure it out. Instead, look for clues. Oftentimes the path is right in front of you, but you just can't see it because you're not paying attention to the clues that are obvious when you change your perspective on some things. So the clues could be in the form of people who you enjoy spending time with, um, paying more attention to your natural interests, whatever they are now, and your strengths, how you're wired. Too often, we try to force ourselves into just moving forward to what we think we should be doing, or worse, what others think we should be doing. You might be trying to overcomplicate the process or make it more difficult than it needs to be. So we can stop trying so hard to look for something or to make something happen and instead just change your perspective in terms of how you're viewing things. A lot of times they'll be revealed to you. So I encourage you to give that a try. 
Number two, claim your new identity. Now, if you've been in a role for a while, it's very easy to see yourself as being who you've known yourself to be in a a particular position. Um, It might be that you're identifying with that role, which doesn't really fit you anymore or that you're just tired of being in. (laughs) So that's why I emphasize the word now in the title of this episode, how to pursue what's next for you now. Because as I mentioned before, what you want now or who you are now may be very different compared to what you wanted or who you were in the past. So how you see yourself is everything. And I know that we've, you know, we've had a really wide range of people who've listened to this podcast from different industries, different parts of the world. So it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a lawyer or any kind of engineer, it might be electrical engineer or systems engineer, aerospace engineer, you might be an accountant, a business owner, a corporate executive. It really doesn't matter because the common desire is to move yourself forward toward what you really want next. And the process of going about that can be the same regardless of your background or what role you're in. The less you can lock yourself into a stagnant identity, the more possibilities can open up for you. So it really doesn't matter how others view you. What matters is how you view yourself. And, you know, as human beings, we tend to categorize or put labels on people. Some might call it pigeonholing. So just make sure that you don't do that to yourself. Number three, change the conversation. Yes, you should be having lots of conversations with people. Um, and, And some people are doing more of that than others. Typically, they're the more extroverted types, which is fine. But when you're having these conversations, make sure that you're going about them in the right way. And what I mean by that is having conversations with people who can either point you in a direction that could make sense for you, or they might be good sounding boards and can provide input in terms of what you're thinking about. But as you're having conversations with them, make sure that what you're talking about is more future focused. When people come to me and I ask them, what is it that you think that you want going forward? A lot of times they start regurgitating their past. They give me the full history of everything that they've done and what they've accomplished. And while that's not unimportant, what's more important is to get clarity around the kinds of things that you enjoy doing now. Even if you don't have a crystal clear vision to start talking about what is it that you think that you might be interested in going forward. And also in those conversations, make it less about you and show more interest in those people that you're having conversations with. People are more likely to be responsive when they sense that you're genuinely interested in them, asking good questions about where they're trying to go or what problems they're trying to solve. So it's really important to reciprocate the value that they're giving you so that you're giving something back in return. So just make sure that you're not erring on the side of regurgitating everything that you've done when you're in these conversations. Instead, show more interest in the other person, offer something that might be of value to them. All right, number four, another piece of advice is don't wait for the perfect vision. Uh, I kind of alluded to that earlier as you're in conversations, a lot of people are more comfortable researching instead or trying to get the data, um, making sure that they have just the clarity that they need before they start talking to people. And it's tempting to do this internal work to try to get that clarity, but you've got to get out there. If you, if you missed my latest episode, by the way, it was all about embracing imperfection. It was called tis the season for imperfection. 
So I think it's so important to move forward, even when the conditions aren't just perfect, even when the clarity is not just perfect. Um, so you should be taking action, even when you're not entirely clear, because the clarity will come through the action that you take. That's actually how the clarity comes is by having more conversations, doing something. So don't wait for everything to be just right. Keep moving. And it's especially challenging for people who want to do things a specific way or think that there are certain rules or steps that they have to follow. What I'm suggesting requires a more improvisational approach. And it's just a good practice to do anyway, because everything is constantly changing, right? So for you to become more comfortable in the unknown and being able to have conversations where you're not exactly sure where the conversation will go, it's just a good practice to have regardless. Number five, and here's a big one, and it's not for everyone, but I always give this advice. I say, be willing to take the inspired path or at least consider it. It may be different from the logical path. And that's what's so hard for people to grasp and internalize sometimes. If I had followed my logical path in my career, I would probably still be in the investment and financial services field. And of course, you never know the results of the path not taken. But I'm really glad that I decided to pursue what at the time was and still is more of my natural interest, which is understanding how people and organizations move through change and expand possibilities. And over the years, I feel like I've used more of my natural strengths. It's strategic thinking and being creative and using coaching skills and facilitation and listening and intuiting. So if you can get really um, clear about what it is that you're naturally drawn to, and allow yourself just to move in that direction, even if it seems a bit illogical, I encourage you to see how far you can go on that path and see what emerges from that, if not now, when. So that's your choice. Just be careful about applying too much logic. And and I say that knowing that I have a lot of analytical types that listen to this podcast that are great logical thinkers. Logical thinking can only take you so far in this kind of process. It's the inspired thinking that accelerates it. So just a quick recap. Number one, don't try to figure it all out. Number two, claim your new identity. You don't have to be stuck in an old one. You can undo that or rethink that. Number three, change the conversation. Don't make it about reporting in and talking about your past as much as articulating where it is that you think that you might want to go in the future, even if it's not entirely clear. Number four, Don't wait for perfection. There will never be the right time or the exact perfectly crafted message. Go ahead, take small steps now so that you can begin gaining some momentum. And finally, number five, be willing to take the inspired path or at least consider it to see where it takes you. So as you pursue what's next for you now, which is really what we're all doing in one way or another, I hope that these ideas will be helpful so that you can be more deliberate about how you're going about the process. And if you want to go even deeper on the topic, I created a resource that I typically use as part of uh, life work planning workshops and retreats that I do. It's called the Life Work Planning Workbook, and you can find it on Amazon. So I'll include a link to that in the show notes, not for everyone, but it might prompt some good thinking if you really want to do more of that introspective kind of work on this topic. And also, since we're toward the end of the year or close to the beginning of the new year, probably while you're listening to this, I thought I would remind you that I have a resource that I created called the Leadership Journal. 
uh, which is also available on Amazon. It helps you stay clear and focused on a weekly basis so that you can respond to some simple questions that prompt your thinking each week. It's a really great tool, very simple, that you can use for yourself or with your team. I'll include a link to that resource as well. So that's it for now. I hope that you're really excited about the start of a new year, new possibilities, new vision for yourself and your organization and your team for those that you lead. I'm here to help you make the most of the new year. So stay tuned. Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.